go. So, hi, welcome to listening. To, welcome to listening. Yes, welcome to listening to this week's episode of what the fuck do I call this podcast? Alona in the pal. Thank you. Today on the podcast, I have with me my friend Rebecca Fish, who just the other day on Zoom called me a cow. Would you like to comment on that? Well, yeah, I was just saying how I miss you when you're dead because cows only live to 21 and you're turning 21 in May. So I was just telling you how much I would miss you if you're dead as a cow. Yeah, I only have a couple months left to live. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you're actually familiar with this podcast, then you'd know that we I do this in the way that you introduce yourself so you get to talk about yourself in another way you want. One. Yeah, exactly. And then I talk about how we actually know each other. So you go first. Tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Rebecca Fish. Um, I like small walks. I don't like to walk fast, as Alona will tell you. Um, yeah, I'm just an overall moody bitch, but here I am. That's all you need to know about Rebecca. Pretty much. Um, how do we know each other? I will tell you this firsthand, though. I recorded a podcast episode with Farah earlier this week. And so when I was talking about how I know Farah, um, it came up that from how I remember it, Farah introduced me to you. But I don't know if that's actually correct. I know that did not happen. <laughs> I fucking, but that did not happen. I fucking knew it because when I recorded that podcast with Farah, I was like, here's how I remember it. But I'm sure Rebecca is going to refute it. So correct me on this one now. <laughs> What I remember is you were with someone that I don't think we should name her because we're gonna just talk shit about her. So you know what I'm talking about though. I think so, yeah. But I don't think she introduced me to you. No, I stole you from her. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But actually, because I don't. I'm think talking you... about like actually meeting you. Because everybody thought you were German when you were coming to school. So she really German, and then so she just kind of like automatically tied to you. But then whenever we found out you're finished, we're all like, okay, it's open game now. So I was like, everybody's like, we're going to get the new girl and like all this shit. And I was like, hold on. And then you were in a class with me and I remember you were walking and I was just like, I was like, I need to save this girl because you look so miserable with her. So anyway, so she was friends with you and I like snuck in there and then stole you and dragged you away. Bro, then I you- like, we, we talked about this on Sarah's episode, but I cut it out because um, I think I mentioned her by name on there. But yeah, <laughs> it was like, I remember distinctly that like, she was, she was like hogging me kind of, we don't have to go into this too extensively. Like, it was territorial and she, like, she yeah, like, you speak, cause you were quite quiet when you first came. Yeah. The, that was the only time when I've ever had to sort of like, cause I felt that it was sort of like, she wouldn't, she didn't really want me to hang out with other people and she didn't really let other people sort of even introduce themselves to me. So that was the only time when I actually had to like come up to you guys and I was like, I don't mean to be weird about this, but can you please like let me come sit like with you guys or something? You want me to save you and you just like nodded your head and I was like, I will be on it. And then that was it. Yeah. All because of her, we were friends. So technically we had something to, but she was a pain in the arse and people, if you knew her, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh. This and this also this wasn't just because this was when we were like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, this also like, six, like in the middle of grade six because you came in the middle yeah. of the year like oh who's this spontaneous girl that's just arrived yeah 
I had my own, I had my own entrance. That was the only time that like, because new people usually come in at the beginning of the year, but I decided to be quirky. The new people, like we have maybe like seven or seven to 10 new people every year. So they always come at the beginning and you meet them all and then they kind of just, but then you like appeared out of nowhere and we're like, ooh, who's this coming? (laughs) But yeah, so we've known each other since, I think that was in 2013. Yeah. So. It's like grade six. Yeah. So eight years now. Oh shit. Oh, I forget how old we are. Yeah. Oh no, that's awful. That's but you guys actually... are now, you guys are all turning 20 now this year. How does that feel? I hate it. <laughs> I still don't have my driving license or anything. I've not even took a driving lesson in my life. Do you want to get a license? I don't know because I'm in Edinburgh every single day. Oh, context. I live in Scotland, if you can't tell by the accent. <laughs> um, and if I say any Scottish words, just tell me to not because I'm so used to just being around Scots now. Um... But I always get the bus in or the train, so you can't really drive in Edinburgh. Like, mm. there's no parking. The parking costs more to drive. So if you were driving, the petrol's not that much, but to park is, like... Like, one of my friends at college, she rents out a space, and it's £145 a month, which is basically a week's rent in Edinburgh. That's a lot of money for a parking space. Literally. And the people aren't using it because they don't have a car, so... Oh, that aggravates me. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would definitely say get a license for, like, having one. Like, I have one now, but I don't drive. But, yeah, I think it's, it's good to have if you want to be able to drive. But if you don't need it now, then also you don't need to. How is college, by the way? Because you've done dance, but you've done it also through Zoom, which I find very interesting. It's, I mean, it's funny because, like, if you don't want to do something, you can just tilt the camera up and line the floor. And nobody knows you're there. So they'll be like, let's just sit up. And then you can just like tilt the camera and then go lie on the floor and just nap. Yeah. Like I had this class last year and it was um, BBT, which is progressive ballet technique. And it's really weird. Like you're on a yoga ball, like moving your legs about and stuff. It's really bizarre. And I used to just put Brooklyn Nine-Nine on and mm-hmm. then put the yoga ball in front of the camera and then my feet on top. So it looked like I was doing the exercise, but I was just sitting there watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It was quite, quite fun. <laughs> I used to look forward to that class. I was like just sitting in the back. <laughs> That's actually really smart. Because she couldn't see anything. And then I would just move my feet every now and then. Like if she was like, oh, lift your leg up. I would yeah. just put my foot up off the yoga ball and then put it back down again. So she thought I was doing it. And it wasn't until we went back to like in-person college. And we yeah. were doing it. And she was like, you guys should be so much better at this. Like you've had so much practice. And I couldn't do any of it. I was like shaking and like falling off the yoga ball. And yeah. Like, and then we went back into lockdown since last week. Yeah. So now we're back on Zoom. Are you excited for that? Is is Zoom like, like in terms of learning? Because for me, it's kind of like, I don't know, you can, you can learn some types of design through Zoom and sometimes you can't. And it is obviously tougher when it, you'd have to do it all the time. But like, is learning dance specifically through Zoom like harder? Yeah, it's weird because even like floors, because floors are so important for us because for turning, for doing all this stuff. And then yeah. if your floor isn't good, you're basically screwed. Like a lot of people are doing it on carpets. Like, so you can't. Oh, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Carpet, you know? So I'm quite lucky with my flooring, but overall, it's just a bit of a nightmare. But it's quite fun because you're by yourself, so you can kind of just goof about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've always been told as soon as I'm goofing about, that's where I dance the best. But I look mm-hmm. like I'm taking the piss out of it. Like, mm. I did it in tap once. I took the piss out of a routine. And my teacher was like, that's the best I've ever seen you do tap. As a good, like, being genuinely serious. And I was laughing. But she's like, no, that's what you're meant to be looking like. But mm. I was just taking piss. 
So there's been a couple times where you could just like goof about and you don't realize the teacher's watching. And then she's like, wow, that was so good, Rebecca. And you're like, fuck. She saw that. I was trying to think of like um, stuff that we could talk about during this podcast. And so far, like what I've done with Sarah and Farah is that I'll just talk about like topics that I'm interested with them. But like something that we've joked about through our entire friendship is that regardless of how long we've known each other, we have nothing in common. No, there's literally zero, I think, we can think of. I was like, surely there's something that, like, we could share and talk about, but, like, even when we watch the same shows and stuff, we tend to disagree on, like, whether we liked it or not. I'm like, oh, that was so good, and you're like, no, I hated it, and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) or, like, vice versa, and I'm like, oh, "Oh, no, I thought it was really good. I was like, which is kind of strange. We have, like, I would say we have the same morals, which makes it kind of nice to, like, fit in, but when we have different interests. Yeah, but yeah. That's how friends work. They can't, you can't have different morals and then be, like... Yeah, yeah. that's true. So that way yeah. we're the same. Like, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah interest-wise, I don't think there's... I can't draw for shit. So yeah. just content for everybody. Every time Alona used to draw something in school, I would take credit for it because <laughs> my drawing was, it was, a, like, a joke because I used to draw stick figures, like, there was no tomorrow. That's Rebecca right. took Rebecca took so much joy in putting down my work and me literally. as a person. Literally, when I do you remember this when I started dyeing my eyebrows? Oh yeah, your eyebrows. Yeah. I just, everybody was like, "Oh my god, your eyebrows are so nice," and I'd be like, "They're fake." There's my bushy eyebrows being like, "Oh my god, they just want support as well." Because like I went through a point where, um, for obviously the first part of school, I didn't have eyebrows. This is just for context. Or I had eyebrows, but because they're blonde, you couldn't really see them. Yeah. And then because my mom dyes her eyebrows, she was like, do you want me to start dyeing them for you? And I was like, sure. And then I started dyeing them and then I started to fill them in. And so like, I had a lot of practice over school in like making my eyebrows look good. And then towards like high school, people started to notice and I got a lot of compliments on my eyebrows, which is a weird thing to get compliments on. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, this. I've said this since high school and I'll keep saying it till like my deathbed which is that if I'm gonna have fake eyebrows they might as well be the best eyebrows right and so every single time that I would get complimented on my eyebrows if Rebecca was with me which she usually was always I was always somewhere lurking about every single time someone was like oh Alana your eyebrows are so nice Rebecca would pop up from somewhere and go they're fake I just want you to know they're not real you can't get people unrealistic expectations of their life, you know? Like, it's not fair. You need somebody to tell them. Just to, just to humble me. Just to be like, yeah, you have nice eyebrows, but let's remember. Let's remember where they come from. <laughs> Rebecca kept me grounded. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else would I be there for? To just to take the piss out of everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> but you were also one of the reasons that I took drama later. Yeah, I forced you into it. You should have went into art, but yeah, I but took you- drama for a long time, and it was all started because of Rebecca because she decided to take drama. Because I'm a drama queen, and I need. Which drama. was like, I'm like, I wasn't even good at drama. Let's be real. Are, were, were you gonna say you're not a drama queen? No, I was gonna say I'm not good at drama. Oh, okay, okay. The yeah, actual, because like, confrontation part of drama, and also the actual acting part of drama class. Oh yeah, because you're a terrible liar. Literally the worst liar in this whole world. <laughs> because oh my, it was it was ridiculous. Because in drama we would constantly play mafia, and you need to be a good liar to play mafia. And 
everyone caught on to the fact that if you just looked at Rebecca and asked, are you the killer? You could tell immediately. Because <laughs> I couldn't hide it. Because then yeah. there was one time I remember Mr. Javier you gave me a high five because I someone asked me, are you the murderer? And I said, no, and it was believable. And then I won. Yeah. And I remember everybody was like, yes, Rebecca. And I was like, oh, like I finally done. I finally did it. Yeah. <laughs> I felt kind of bad because one of the very first times that we played Mafia and you were the killer, I looked at you and I asked if you were the killer and you yeah. kind of giggled. Yeah. You kind of giggled and then I was like, she's totally the killer, you guys. And everyone's like, why, why, why? And I'm like, Rebecca is the worst fucking liar in the world. And I basically exposed you to the entire class. And then everyone just like picked on you on the first round and we're like, is Rebecca the killer? Now, okay, let's move on. I know. I, yeah, I'm still a shocking liar. Like, I've always been like that since I was a little kid. But what was, actually, because I was talking about this with Farah as well, but when was the last time that we saw each other, like, physically? I was when I went to Finland. Yeah. Because the Christmas before lockdown was the last time that I saw everybody. Because then my mom and dad came back here for Christmas, so I didn't get to see anybody. I was lazy, by the way. I wanted to go out, and then they were like, and I was like, like I was so excited to go back yeah they were like oh yeah we're gonna come and see everybody and like I was like kind of sad oh I know we all plan to go traveling and we'll go meet here and we'll travel yeah COVID came and smacked us across the face yeah but the thing with COVID was also that um in the beginning of COVID we started calling a lot and that was also the time when everyone was like um oh my god it's so weird that like I have to talk to my friends through video chats now. And we were all like, bitch, we've been, we've been doing this and we will keep doing this. But when Zoom came out, that was a lot better because, and in case people don't know, but the UAE don't allow any like video chatting software. Mm. So anybody who was in the UAE, we couldn't video chat them. But when Zoom came out, we could. Yeah. That was and also for the longest time, we could not decide how we like wanted to, call each other like so many times people were like should we try calling on snapchat should we try it on skype or should we try it on instagram and blah 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 and it was like we could not decide what to call on but now i mean everyone uses zoom so i feel like i can't ask you questions so i'm just trying to you can ask me questions it's a fact it's a (laughs) i was like okay fire them at me no it's a back and forth conversation so how's your life going my life is on zoom as it always is Oh, I know something we've got in common. What? Our fun on Tinder. I was going to actually talk to you about this. I completely forgot about this. Because I don't know why, but I relate to Rebecca the most about Tinder. Like, I have plenty of friends who use, use Tinder. I my main form of entertainment at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even watch stuff on, like, line anymore. I just go straight onto Tinder and find my entertainment. Like, it's really bad. It's, yes, it's... I said... Rebecca, plenty of TikToks that are about Tinder just because we have shared experiences. I mean, do you have any do you have any Tinder matches you're talking to currently? No, but I did something really bad that I probably should have done. I saw this oh. girl's TikTok and she was like, increase your age to 100 and your distance to 100 and see what happens. So I jokingly was like, okay, I'll do this and I'll get Tinder gold so I can see who swiped on me. I got a 68-year-old man called Elliot swiped on me. And within a night, so I went to sleep. Right, and then I woke up. I had two hundred new matches, all from old men. <laughs> okay, I have I have a couple of comments. First of all, okay, 
one is a question, one is a comment. First of all, you you paid for Tinder gold? Aluna, it's worth it. If that's my main form of entertainment, it's like 13 pounds a month, right? And yeah. I get a limited amount of fun on that. Like, it's so much fun. Like, it's worth the validation because you can see how many people have, like, swiped on you. And it just, yeah. it's just an ego boost. It's like, oh, wow. And then you, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, my God, is he going to swipe on me? Like, you know. Yeah. But also, my second question is, did you talk to any of these men? I, I freaked me out. I forgot that I turned it on because it is a joke. Yeah. And then I turned. I thought I turned it off, and then I woke up, and it's like you've got two hundred new matches, and I was like, what the fuck? Like I know I'm gorgeous, but not that fucking gorgeous, you know? What I mean? Like damn yeah. it. But I was. I looked on it, and I was like, what's going on? And it's like all these like old men. Mm. I was like, oh, like like people that are the same age as my dad, and I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> it's scary. You know, like, oh. And then they were all. Know- Instagram messaging me being like answer me and I was like ah, good what the fuck? you're being blocked that's yeah. terrifying yes I was like nah honey goodbye just it was creepy I'm like what does that 68 year old man have in common with a 19 year old yeah I mean like there's nothing in common it's just it's a bit strange yeah I mean I guess the only reason you'd really do it is loneliness I think that's what his thing was but I was like Surely there's better, like, there's older people out there to fill your loneliness than me. Yeah. Mental. Yeah, surely there's other ways than matching with 19-year-olds on Tinder to, like, fill in your loneliness, you know? I didn't swipe on it. I wish I did, to be fair, just to see what their chat's about. Because you don't have sisters, right? But the amount of times I've talked to a boy off Tinder, and then it's, like, fizzled out and we've left it. And then my sister sent me a message, like, by the way, do you know who this is? And you're like, hey, shut the fuck up. I'm still waiting for the moment. I'm in my in my bed and they come strolling in and be like, hi, Rebecca. It's black here. And I'll be like, that's the scariest moment of my entire life. Because it was so a they boy. they start dating your sister? Literally. There was a boy that was, he sent me videos of him like windmilling his dick, which nobody wants to see. Nobody in their right mind wants to see a soft dick getting windmilled, right? That's Great like, segue. Literally, nobody wants to see this. You can just add this to the Tinder part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. And then, literally, he and um, so I eventually stopped talking to him because he blocked me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "That's fine. I'll leave it out. Like, that's good. I didn't even want to speak to him anyway." And mm-hmm. then he found me on Facebook and sent me a message like, "I'm so sorry. Like, add me back and like all this stuff." And I was like, "Okay, fine." Added him back. He did the same thing again, yeah. and then deleted me. And then sent me a fit. And I was like, "No, nah, mate. Like, you've done it. Like, so." Many. And he kept sending me videos of windmill in his deck, and I told him. <laughs> And the worst part was, I kept falling asleep at, like, 10 o'clock. So he would send it at, like, 2 in the morning. And then you just wake up to a Snapchat and you open it. And text. Do you know when girls get, like, morning baby, morning honey? I was getting windmilled of dicks. Oh it was the worst moment of my entire life. And I was like, this is horrid. And then I said, I was like, you know, this isn't, like, hot, right? And I was like, yeah, that's not sexy at all. I, I'm so confused. Not- because every single guy who I've ever sexted has never sent me them windmilling their dick because that's not sexy. Literally, I, I thought he was joking at first because normally, like, every time I've told someone this and they've been like, oh, yeah. normally you do that as, like, a joke if you had, like, a yeah. point. Do you know what I mean? Like, that would be, like, a joke. But I was like, yeah. you know, like, thinking of you and he's, like, his dick windmilling. And I was like, I don't know if you understand how sex works. <laughs> thinking about you makes my dick helicopter. Literally, and I was like, 
I was in shock the first time, so I just ignored it. And then he sent me another one. I was like, you know, this isn't like cute at all. So eventually when we stopped talking again, and then I'll show you the messages actually after this. You don't have to put them on the podcast. Sure. He's like begging me. He's like, oh, you make me so horny and all this shit. And I was like, shut the fuck up, man. I used to fall asleep at eight o'clock just so I didn't have to speak to you. So I've never entertained this whole windmilling situation. I, call, I literally called him Mr. Windmill. Like, that was his nickname. That's so weird. Literally. And then Jody sent me a, mini, like, a screenshot. She's like, oh, do you know this play guy? Mm-hmm. I was like, shut the fuck up. That's Mr. Windmill. Because I told her about it. And literally, she's like laughing her head off. And I was like, she's like, can I tell him? Can I tell him? And I was like, no, you can't call him Mr. Windmill. And he was like begging me to get, like, talk to me again. Oh my God, dude. Yikes. I know. My love life has gone to shit. I've only, dude, like, the only thing that I've realized through Tinder is that I, um, my whole thing with, you know, bullying people and being really aggressive, um, turns out that I do that so much to the extent that I'm incapable of expressing affection towards guys. I could have told you that fucking six years ago. No, but I mean, like, every boy you've ever liked, you just hit them and ran away. You've been like, I like you, smack and run. That's all I've ever dude this one guy that I was talking to I thought I thought everything was going cool I was texting him and I was like you know whatever I thought we were bantering as you UK people like to say no we say patter in Scotland you can say patter patter okay patter patter (laughs) I thought everything was cool and then he was like he kind of got mad at me and I was like what's wrong and then he's like he was like mad at me for not showing any affection towards him and I was like oh I can't just keep <laughs> and then I was like I can't just keep like bullying every single guy that I meet and only expecting them to show me affection I know I could have told you that since day one yeah but I didn't know that I'm sorry I should have sat you down and told you you should have you, you, you should have have in my bio like pickup lines accepted yeah right? I just love hearing people's random pickup lines yeah can I read you some Sure, go for it. Sorry about the <laughs> reply there. I was too busy filling a complaint to Spotify as they failed to list you as the hottest single of the month. I was like, that was I quite good. I haven't heard that one. That's really oh, good. Like, that was quite good. Um, where's the other ones? Are you a catfire because you're hot and I want more? I think I've heard that one. Not as big of a fan. There was one guy that was like, 200 pounds says you're a shite bag, which in not Scottish context means like you're like like a wuss like do you know what I mean yeah the American version of that like like a scaredy cat yeah like a scaredy cat you won't reply so I never replied because I don't need this 200 pound and it's <laughs> a weak way of being like do you know what I mean yeah it's it kind of it's it's a little bit insecure but yeah also that's not a pickup line no Oh, oh, this one guy was like, this is a bit creepy though. I'm not a dentist, but I bet I could give you a good filling. I was like, bitch, I've uh, got a smile. <laughs> and all my fillings have been put in. Rebecca was told once in the sixth grade by her dentist that she had a Hollywood smile. And then six years later, she's like, I need to go to the dentist. And we're like, why? And she's like, apparently there's like, I haven't, I haven't gone to the dentist in like six years. And we were like... Rebecca, okay. was the last time you went to the dentist when the dentist told you you had a Hollywood smile? And she was like, yes. 
it was literally I was sitting at the the table, or not the table, the weird dentist chairs, and she goes, um, like getting ready to be like examined, and she goes, Rebecca, when was the last time you were at the dentist? And I was like, oh, maybe like three years ago. Mm. And she goes, hmm, interesting. Have you been to another dentist than here? And I was like, nah, like this is the only one I go to. And she's like, well, the last time you were here was 2012. And this was 2019 I went. And I was like, oh. I mean, I didn't have that much. I had to get a root canal. But other than that, everything else was sound. So I'm quite impressed with you not coming to the dentist. I was like, thank you so much. I'm going to sound really stupid here, but I have no idea what a root canal is. I've heard of it, but I have no idea what happens. Basically, they go into your teeth and they have to kill the nerve in your tooth. So technically, my, my tooth is dead. So it doesn't have any nerves. Like, I can, like, tap it and that doesn't hurt. So it has no, like, nerve in the tooth. But why do they need to do that? It's just because it's got infected. Oh. Uh, so it's a cavity that's then turned into a root canal. Okay. So it's basically a really bad cavity that is gone and it's made a hole in your tooth, basically. And it's, like, it's like hitting on the nerve. So it's meant to be, like, super painful. But yeah. I just didn't I was like, I'm sitting... I forget that there might be random people hearing this and they're like, what the fuck is this girl like? It won't necessarily be random people. It'll probably be people that um, either I go to university with or it might be some random people that have come up from, like... No! Manifest You are going to be call her daddy's rival. No, 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 no. I do not want to be associated with... I do not want to... No, no, no. No, 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 no. I shouldn't say this if I want to manifest a successful podcast career. But I do not like that podcast. I mean, it's a bit much, but I mean, I don't mind it. It's just, again, it's a bit graphic. See, this is, again, where Rebecca and I disagree. Yeah, I'm, like, laughing at them talking about this shit. And Alina's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, ah! Rebecca's like, you know what you should aspire to? Call her daddy. And then I'm like, bro, I do not like that podcast. I, do, I think it's quite entertaining sometimes, to be fair, because I'm not that kind of outrageous person. So it's quite funny yeah. to then like, people be like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. It's like why people watch Tana Mojo. What's her fucking name? Tana Mon. Mojo? What a brain for Tana Mojo. Tana Mojo. Tana Mojo. Wait, how do you fucking say her name? Tana Mojo. No, that's not you're making me second guess myself. Yeah, I'm, my brain's turned off. Let me look this up. Hi, I'm Tana Mondo. No, that's not it. I don't know if it's just my accent that's making it sound weird, but. How do you pronounce not Tana Mondo? Is it Mondo? I said it's wrong, though. Just get her video. Yeah, Mojo, apparently. Mojo, okay, Tana Mondo. <laughs> wow. And if you can't tell, I'm really bad at pronouncing names. So don't I mean, she's got, a, she's got a weird last name. Yeah. She's also a weird person, so I don't, I don't mind mispronouncing her name. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's almost like watching her because it's like car crash TV. Oh, yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, this is like everything my life isn't. So you're going to watch it and be like, okay. Mm. I think, yeah, it's just fun to watch. I like li- and plus, listen, but I was listening to it on the bus, right? And I have mm-hmm. to keep turning my headphones down because sometimes I'm like, if someone hears what these girls are talking to me in my ear about, I'm going to be like, yeah. be like oh, it's a psycho. Isn't there only one girl on there now? Yeah, well, they had a big fight. And yeah. Then, um, there was like all these contract things going away. And so yeah. now there's one, but she has like hosts on. So she has like Miley Cyrus and that that's been on it and that. Which is quite good. She had okay. Tam- <clears throat> face on it, but 
because I heard that they had this whole big controversy and now there's only one of them and after that happened I was immediately like it's probably not going to be as successful because I heard that a big part of it was the whole banter that goes on between the two of them but if she has guests on then that makes sense and she gets like the most rowdiest guests on so it's like it kind of adds up yeah that makes well I mean you kind of have to have rowdy guests on that show yeah you can't exactly have like a innocent I like to skip in the meadows yeah would be weird if there was a nun on that show okay something else that I want to specifically ask you about as well you don't have to talk to this talk to this talk about this for a full extent if you don't want to but what I've talked about with both Sarah and Farah at this point and what I might be using as a recurring theme throughout all these episodes because I kind of want to get everyone's perspective on it is that like um how did you feel growing up as a TCK or like a third culture kid I think I was quite lucky in the sense where I never felt like out of place anywhere but you kind of just get used to it and it's like because none of my I never had any Scottish people in my year so I never had like that big Scottish community where like I'm sure mm-hmm. other people like even Farah like, there was a big like Arab community so they all kind of mm-hmm. got each other yeah um, whereas like, I didn't really have Scots like there was only a couple mm-hmm. and then like it wasn't like we had a tight-knit bond yeah so yeah I I wasn't really used to Scottish people, so it was weird coming back and then being mm. kind of getting used to Scottish people again. Mm-hmm. But that's why I like Edinburgh so much because it was literally just a mixed pot again. So it's the same kind of thing. I feel like also I need to tone stuff down a lot that I like talk mm. about because it it's just so like people just don't get their heads around it sometimes. And yeah. It's just like you say it like it's natural, and then they're like, "Oh, like what?" And you're like, "Yeah, you just don't do that." And then they're like, "What?" The? And like yeah. even asking people at all like where are you from mm. everybody's from the same place so you can't exactly start that conversation with like oh where are you from they're like oh i'm just down the road so i mean yeah. it's not like oh i'm from you know finland or i'm from south africa you know what i mean it's not you yeah. don't get that just like oh i'm from the small town wherever we are yeah you don't if you're like in a group of people where you assume everyone is from that country you're a lot less likely to hear where are you from because like like yeah there's differences between towns and stuff but if it doesn't make as big of a difference because like you know and there's been a lot of people that i know that don't even have passports really traveled and they haven't done like you know they're just quite happy staying in their country Mm, and it's like that's enough for some people but then i also know people that have been around the world and like they've traveled and so they kind of understand it but it's from a tourist perspective yeah yeah big difference between traveling to a country and being there for a week than living in a country for 11 years yeah I mean and it's that whole Dubai kind of ideal everybody thinks we have like that's how our lives were like lying by the beach I hated yeah I told everybody I hated the beach and I'm outside if I had I I could be inside for the rest of my life I'll be quite happy dude I lived there for I don't even remember how many years I think I remember going to the beach three times or something I I can't even remember three times I've been to the beach maybe twice and then Yaz Waterworld that was it but that's also because the UAE does this really stupid thing where they like monetize and privatize like all beaches to a ridiculous extent where like if you want to go to a beach you have to pay for it and it's almost ridiculously expensive to just go to some random beach and then if you do find some other beach chances are it's private property and the UAE is very strict on private property so you can't go on that property because someone probably owns it and you're not allowed to be there yeah because my mom and dad like going to the beach because like fishing and like my my dog Sebastian as well he would go out and like to the water and that 
but mm-hmm. I just hated the beach. Like I hated the sand. I hated like I like the water, but I just didn't mm-hmm. like anything else between it. Like the water, yeah. you have to walk and your sandals be between your toes. I, I yeah, and the sunburnt. Oh my god, us white people know the sunburnt can be insane. And it yeah. used to be a running joke with all the people that have lovely like melanin skin and they can like run about in the sun and then they just golden and you're just like mm-hmm. oh my god. And we were like walking about like tomatoes, yeah. peeling. It was awful. Yeah. So I don't know. I I hated being out in the sun in general. It just I burnt like that, and I used to get heat stroke. So mm-hmm. I used to be really dramatic when our friends would be like, "Oh, let's go to the beach." And I'm like, "I need an umbrella." Yeah. <laughs> Like, I hated it so much. That's also kind of it was good when like um we had Ramadan during the summers because then you were encouraged to be inside during the breaks because obviously you can't like most of well not even most of the students but at least a few of the students wouldn't like drink during the day or anything like that so like you were told to be inside and if if Ramadan was during the summer which now it isn't um like it was a lot easier then because you're allowed to stay in the AC and do that stuff. I think that's why lockdown wasn't that hard for us because mm. we were used to it with Ramadan anyway because like the shop yeah. closed and like being in house and like do you know what I mean yeah. it was a weird thing so for that yeah. way I was quite happy because it didn't affect me as much as I thought it would. Mm. Yeah it is kind of something that I haven't really thought about but like yeah you don't spend time outdoors in the UAE because it's so fucking hot. <laughs> And even in PE, I used I always tell people at like school, if it got to fifty degrees, we weren't allowed to do PE outside. Mm. So like like forty six degrees, and they would make us do laps around the pitch. Yeah. And, like the story, I think it was Lena, one year, her shoes melted on the pitch. Like she was running, and she had like mm. black converse on, mm. and they felt burning, and her shoes were literally melting onto the grass. Mm. How hot and like because obviously like the fake grass like bounces the heat off. Yeah. Her shoes literally just melted at her feet. So that's when they told us we're not allowed to wear black shoes in the summer anymore. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The heat is like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so nice to live in a tropical country. And it's like, yeah, it's nice during the winter when it's like the nice 20 degrees or whatever. But during the summer, no. I mean, it'd be fine for a holiday for two, like two weeks, but trying to live yeah. in a country is very different to going on holiday in a hot country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a different playground. Yeah. Especially when the general established cultural norm is that you're not allowed to wear super revealing clothing. So you kind of have to cover up, but also it's super fucking hot. Like our school uniform was literally a big, like thick shirt with like buttons down it and then big trousers. And then we had to wear black shoes and then a giant backpack on that was like weighed about 10 kg with all of our textbooks in it, walking about 40 degrees heat. Like it wasn't normal. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. That way it was very different. Yeah. But I do now at least miss the heat like a little bit. Yeah, there's sometimes like no matter what you knew it wasn't gonna rain. Do you know what I mean? Like you didn't have to you could like put your washing outside, you'll be sound. Like you didn't have to was it gonna rain today? Or like have to run and get your washing or like even ice. We had ice the other day and I don't know how to walk on ice. Mm. Or just like like plant your feet down and go. And I was like, Mm. no. Was like skiing across and like where yeah. after the bus stop there's like a hill and I started like skiing down the hill and it was terrifying and I was like oh my god grabbing onto all the railings because I've never had to walk on ice before yeah really this year yeah it took me so long to get used to wearing clothes because like for cold because like in the UAE it's kind of like t-shirt maybe some shorts or like pants or whatever but but you'll be fine but like here when it's cold you have to bundle up because otherwise you'll freeze 
And like, I, it took me so long to learn how many layers is enough and what kind of jacket to wear for what weather and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's, it's a lot more intricate than you would think. You can't and, just wear you know, everything. Don't you have a winter jacket? And you're like, what's a yeah. winter jacket? What's the difference between a normal jacket? And like, oh, you need to get one that like the huge ones. And I'm like, mm. and it's like 40 pound for a jacket. Like that's like the minimum cost. Like 40 yeah. pound for a jacket. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> and they're so and was, It took me so long to understand like sort of like when it gets below like 15 degrees and then to the minuses, I was always like, when is it cold enough for me to start wearing a scarf? Like, should I be wearing a beanie now? Or should I like, should I be wearing a thicker jacket? You feel like a wimp if you're wearing a scarf and a hat. You're like, I'm too, I'm too cool for this. Like, yeah, I'm roasting. I don't know about you. It's like negative 10 degrees outside of your life. Yeah. I know. And sometimes you'd only find out like the next day that you didn't wear enough clothes because you'd get like a cold or something. And then you'd be like, okay, noted. I have to wear more clothes tomorrow. Because even for dancing, we're never allowed to wear like chunky clothes on the outside because they still need to see our bodies. Mm-hmm. So when we were like in the studio before COVID and it was like freezing outside, yeah. we had twenty like tight layers because mm-hmm. every like, we just take one off and then keep going and take one off and keep because yeah. we weren't allowed baggy like big jumpers or like big sweatpants on. We mm-hmm. weren't allowed that, so you just keep like t- taking off all your thin layers. Mm-hmm. That was really hard to get used to. If like big fuzzy socks on when I was walking and like, mm-hmm. oh, I hate the cold. I hate the yeah. heat. I just want to live in a normal place where the weather just twenty degrees all yeah. year. That would be fantastic. Yeah, dude, I've only now mastered the art of layering things. I don't know why it took me so long to get it through my head that I can't just put on pants and those pants will keep me warm Literally. only for a certain like th- like temperature. But if you get a little bit colder, I have to wear something underneath them as well. Yeah. Like I don't know why it took me so long to get that through my head. Now I wear layers all the time during the winter, obviously. But like, I don't, it took me so long to just be like, okay, I can't just wear a sweater and long pants and I'll be fine no matter what like temperature it is. I think it's, I've not really experienced like a really, really cold winter yet because this would be the coldest because we had snow the other day. Mm-hmm. But this would be the coldest, but I can't even leave the house. So it's not like I'm having to go to college and like yeah, boss of the train or that. Like it's just... Like it was cold during the before lockdown struck, but that was because they had to keep all the windows open because of COVID. They mm-hmm. kept all the windows open so that like the on the buses, so like oh yeah, open, yeah, yeah. And it was freezing. Like I mean, literally, you were sitting there with your jacket on, like hurled into something. Mm-hmm. Like it was the yeah. worst experience of my entire life was sitting on those buses. Mm-hmm. And I tried to sneak over and close all the windows once, and yeah. the bus literally stopped the bus like on the middle mm-hmm. of the motorway and came back and opened all the bu- like the windows. Yeah. And I was I was heartbroken. I was like, oh, and I felt like such an idiot because everybody knew that I shut the windows. Yeah. And they were like, oh, don't look at me, don't look at me. It was awful. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's there was in the beginning of quarantine, I had to go up to my grandpa's place because my parents um were coming to Finland for a little bit because of quarantine reasons and stuff. So I went up there, which is four hours away from Helsinki, which is where I live. And the temperature difference between Helsinki and where my grandpa lives is surprisingly large, but I didn't know that, even though it should make sense to me that if you go further north towards Antarctica, it gets colder, but I didn't know that. I thought four hours driving difference isn't going to be that much of a difference, so I just took clothes that I would wear in Helsinki, and I drove up there, and then my mom was like, oh, you have your winter clothes, whatever, and I was like, yeah, I got everything I need, and she's like, do you have a beanie with you? And I was like, no. Why would I need a beanie? And she was like, 
she was like you need to have a hat you're like your ears are gonna freeze like you need to be protecting your head and I was like well I don't have one because I just didn't think to bring one did Sarah and Sarah bitch about me I, I saw Sarah she never bitched I got mentioned once did when did you get mentioned I forgot it was something me and Josh like you said something about me and Josh and I was like okay I don't remember at all I remember I was like, oh, there's me, I shout out. So that was like, e. I know I'm going to have to listen to Pharaoh lying about how we met. <laughs> there is, that's the only time that you're mentioned. You get a shout out there. But we do mention that when I was, I, when I said that, um, that's how I remember it happening. I do say that I'm pretty sure you're going to tell us that we're wrong in the next episode. Well, so <laughs> Wrong is an understatement. The foreshadowing has happened and... I hope you hear me, Farah. You take credit for everything. Are you you do bullet journaling? Yes, I do. Oh, bitch! Wait. I love bullet journaling. Like I even got like old like Amazon um. You know, Ooh, the- very like, nice. Ripped it out and then like made it look. Like, yeah. Look. That looks really cool. Oh, I'm not artistic at all, but here we are. Look. That looks so cute. Oh, and I got these stickers on Amazon for like three pounds, and they're so yeah. like flowers. Wow! Bullet journaling, bullet journaling twinsies. And my habit journal, my habit tracker is literally non-existent. Like I've <laughs> yeah, I got, I got rid of my habit tracker. So many people, like when I was looking into starting bullet journaling, so many people use habit trackers. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'll start using one too. And then I used it for the first year that I did bullet journaling. And it's like, I don't know. I, I just don't find it helpful, like, at all. No, it's a bit like, oh, I never did anything today. When you've done, like, yeah. your stuff, you just haven't, like, made your bed in the morning. And you feel like, yeah. oh, I hate myself. I, like, I took it mostly just because I thought that I would use it as a way of, like, knowing how often I've done things. But mm-hmm. it just ended up being, like, a weird source of shame because I, like, didn't do things as often as I wanted to do. Yeah. So then I was just like, I, I don't need this. It's mood trackers I hate. Like, how do you put your emotions mm. in a color for the full day? Like, it's stressing yeah. me out. I'm, like, staring at my colors for, like, 20 minutes, being like, am I orange today or am I green? <laughs> like, which one am I? <laughs> which one do I feel today? So I kind of gave up the mood tracker because I was like, I'm over it. Yeah. Also, I don't really use mood trackers as much. But I like my I like mine to look a bit messy. I don't like it to look... Mm. You know people have them, like, proper, like... Sure, yeah. I don't yeah. like that I prefer it to look a bit like chaotic yeah yeah I started to do that too because I was really like when I first started I was like oh it has to be clean it has to be neat I have to have a different theme for everything and those themes have to look great and now I'm just kind of like I'm just gonna do whatever like what I feel I'll put on the page at least you're good at drawing I have to buy things to stick in so I don't have to draw (laughs) because me and my stick figures I can draw some nice flowers now that's good that's all have a nice floral bullet journal literally that's all mine is right now but i mean it's only january i'll let myself off for now yeah bring in some sass later on but (laughs) who knows but yeah i've been like collecting stuff i'm trying to be more eco-friendly so i've been collecting all like packaging and like Mm. stuff that you would like throw away just not even thinking about it like Mm -hmm. you know like wrappers and stuff like that that like i just clean out and then i can reuse them and put them in my so even if I have like a thing full of like sweetie wrappers is like a theme. Yeah. So yeah. I've like collected loads of stuff like that and just like cleaned it and then put it back into my little like bag I've got full of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can be more eco-conscious. Yeah. I love that. 
reuse and recycle, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Well, on that very sustainable note, we've come to the end Thank of the you. podcast. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add when we close off the episode? Um, I'm sorry when you're editing this that you're going to have to cut out a lot of the shit I said and probably beat me out as well. Shit, 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 shit. Don't worry about it. I won't actually, I don't censor cursing, but I will have to censor names. I think I mentioned this, I, I don't think it made, it made it into Sarah's episode, but I think um, there was a point that I told Sarah that I was like, if you're not comfortable with um, someone hearing their name mentioned on the podcast, just try not to mention their names. And then I think I told her that like, that might be a problem with you because I was afraid that you would just go on a rampage about all the people you hated. Literally, I've unfollowed so many people from school. As you should. I mean, honestly, like, I can quickly mention this as well, but like, I don't know, this whole thing where like, people have a really big issue with blocking people and in general, like, sort of curating oh, your I feed. I love blocking people. I love blocking people, dude. I And unfollowing people. I've always done this with my social media that it's like, if I don't want to see your content on my social media, I'm not going to follow you. And if I don't like you as a person, I'm probably going to block you. And like, I don't know. It's my social media. I'm allowed to do what I want with it. I'm never going to see them ever again. Or the worst part is when I'm during my period and I start to think everybody genuinely hates me. <laughs> and I go through this complex and I'm like, everybody literally hates me in my life. <laughs> And nobody likes me. And I literally look out the window and cry in the car. And, like, everybody hates me. And, like, nobody wants to be with me. And, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some point, like, a couple of weeks ago where Rebecca randomly sends me a TikTok that I was, like, um, re- like, please remind me that you like me because I feel like everyone hates me. And I had to text her. I was, like, I don't hate you. I actually enjoy your company. <laughs> and then I never heard from her again. <laughs> I don't, then I was gone like the ghost. Eight years of friendship. And I invite her onto my podcast. I do all of this. I give her endless rides to the movies and back home. And she still sends me TikToks that are like, please remind me that you don't hate me. Yeah, I, I used to get crash Alona's car. Like, I basically lived in Alona's car at this point, like last year. Everyone did. Everyone fucking did. I always got as soon as I got my license. Everyone knew the queen gets the front seat. <laughs> and even though I had to fight Josh for it, I would still yeah. Everyone had to fight Josh for the front seat, which was kind of unfortunate because, like, I really feel like someone more humble should have lived closer to me because half the reason that Josh even got the front seat so often was because he lived the closest. So when I went to pick everybody up, he got there first. So he got the front seat. I would drag that bitch out of that front seat, like, so quickly. I would be like, yeah. For anyone, if anyone who is not in this specific group of people is listening to this podcast, for your reference, we've had times where I've literally pulled over, had everyone get out of the car, and then we pull names out of the hat to decide the seating order in the car. Because <laughs> if I wasn't the one in the front, I'd be like, no, nah, recall, recall. There were several times where we've had to debate about this because so many people had to reshuffle the, sh- the seating order. I used to be raging, and then you get put next to someone, and then I was like, no, I'm, I'm princess. I'm going in the front. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, you get put next to someone? Like, you're going on a field trip, and there's a seating plan, and you're like, I can't believe I got seated next to not my best friend. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I have to sit next to Adrian. What is this? Oh, no, love Adrian. Rebecca thought Adrian was Romanian. 
for the longest fucking time. I've been telling you for probably like five years. I thought that boy was Romanian. It is an ongoing joke that Rebecca thought because this was for years. It wasn't like a couple days. It was several years. And I can I can swear he told me, but he says he never told me. But I swear he did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure he probably did. I would not put it past Adrian to forget. Adrian, I love you, but you're you're so <laughs> you're so unaware. You're so unaware. Literally, all the girls were in love with Adrian, and he completely like like sidetracked and was like, "I'm gonna be an astronaut, bitch." <laughs> like, sigh. <laughs> you might be in love with me, but like, I need to really work on myself right now. You might be in love with me, but I'm in love with the stars. I'm okay. Space. <laughs> and I need some space from you. So yeah, I'm gonna let Rebecca show me the DMs between her and the guy who windmilled his dick at her uh so i need to end this recording so that no one sees that stuff but thank you for this episode all right bye what did you say i'm gonna read them out to you in really dramatic format okay perfect thank you for listening to this episode it's been fun we'll see each other when i do the next episode whenever that is goodbye